Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is an instructor and the general manager for The Breathing Room, a beautiful space with unparalleled instructors offering Pilates, Exformer, Coraline, and prenatal classes. Clients have lovingly dubbed her classes the most challenging, and I have had several insiders confirm this to be true. As both a guide and a listener, she has been successful in applying her natural abilities to promote, encourage, and communicate everything The Breathing Room has to offer. Please welcome Carrie Wilkie. Wow, thank Hello. you. That um, was so nice. So most of the time, I'm like kind of bummed when I haven't been able to take a guest class yet. Ah. And in this case, I'm like, honestly, I'm not that bummed because <laughs> like really good Pilates people like Robin Cohen, the yeah. Pilates instructor for the Reds, was yeah. like, she has the most challenging class. Oh, well, she's there every week. So she's... She might be fibbing. Well, I she wanna, does it. Yeah, no, no. She said that it's really challenging. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's good that I like having. Yeah. But I'm like no, in my Pilates no. era right now. Well, I'm loving welcome. Pilates. Welcome aboard. We are all about that. And one of my favorite places to take is the breathing room. The place is just like so like magical. Yeah, it definitely is. And I want to hear from you. Like, what do you think or like how would you describe the Like it's like the energy, like it's so peaceful in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little biased too because I go to Logan for spiritual life coaching. And so that space to me is just like sacred almost. But I feel like it extends out into like the Pilates rooms. Oh, for sure. What do you think that is? Are you guys like witches over there? Yeah, that's it actually. I don't even (laughs) I don't even know why I asked. Yes, Chrissy, the answer (laughs) is yes. Um yeah, we're a vortex. Yeah. Like, it's been that way. I So I started at the breathing room 11 years ago, uh-huh. a little over that. And um, it has been a very carefully, you know, puzzle-pieced together creation over very deliberate decisions that affect both the energy channels and also the physical, like, space that you're in. So I don't know if you've ever even looked up being there, but... A lot of our doorways have kyanite sitting on top of them. Uh And we've had so many different energy healers come in and do cleanses and prayers and putting good energy in the space. And I think that really what happens within the walls and our group classes and in our private sessions and with the other spaces that we rent out, um, it's a comprehensive wellness center. So like the energy is there and it's coming through each one of us with each interaction that we have and back out and we receive and we give. And it is one of those places where like, not just from the classes that you take, but just from being there, you kind of walk away and you're like, what just happened to me? No, literally. (laughs) And like, when can I go back? Literally. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. It's wild. I, 
I hadn't taken so when I don't know maybe this was like five years ago four years ago I think it was through Quidwell like highlighting or spotlighting or whatever it is I or maybe they had an event there or something yeah. this was like years ago yeah but I think I went to a core align class uh-huh I taught it I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did that. I had just badly sprained my ankle. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're shit. doing this. It's yeah. Good well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like felt it like in that space. And to be honest, I was almost like I was in a period of like bouncing from fitness studio to fitness studio. It was like the time of class pass pre-COVID. So like I was just like intensely in the fitness scene of like, let me just like see how quickly I can burn myself out, you know, (laughs) unconsciously. (laughs) Right, right, right. And it almost felt like, oh my God, this is like so nice and special that like, I don't think I belong here. Oh, but, but that speaks to where my, like mine was and like where I was, but like that has like been happening for a while. Like the, Mm -hmm. the space, like having that effect. Oh yeah. And so I didn't work out there for a while. And I don't even know if it was like a conscious decision. It just kind of felt like, hmm, Hmm, this might like cause like bring me to like a vulnerable place. Like I don't, I'm not ready to go there yet. Mm. And then when I started to see Logan, probably about a year ago, and I was just way more now like intentional with my workouts and mindful and just like gentler and honoring my body more than I where I was. And so then when you had that special, it was like eight for eighty. I was like this is it. And even before this special, I'd been talking to my girlies and I had seen stuff about the breathing room. It was like universe was like drawing me and drawing me and kind of like all year. Mm. And then that special. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm going in. That was kind of the way it was for like most of Cincinnati. <laughs> they were well, like, I've you... been dying to get in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have to say that the, like my background's in interpersonal communication and yeah. I'm a big believer in that exchange and yeah um the people who come through our doors are often in a vulnerable place yeah and it's not something that necessarily is like you know something that they lead with but we are very much containers for mm-hmm. that and it can be intimidating because mm-hmm. you're like I don't know if I'm ready to to be in this place right it is a fitness studio. We are doing fitness classes, but I would say all of our teachers and the staff behind the scenes are all either they're highly trained or they're just naturally empathetic and compassionate that yeah. it pulls those things out. And a lot of times when people join us, they're coming in for a reason that's like, you know, I've just, I, I'm coming back from surgery and mm. I don't feel strong. Yeah. And they lead with that and you're like, okay, well, Let's work together and we'll strengthen and see how that can be. You'll leave here stronger than you you walked in. Or yep. they're coming in like, I just went through a big life change. I have mm-hmm. loss or I've been through divorce or something major has happened and I need time to do this for myself. So yeah. it's definitely this like fine line of meeting each other together at the right moment. But yeah. Once you're there, oh yeah, you can't really leave. No, it's good. <laughs> I was I was talking to you a little bit before we started recording about some of the stuff I've been dealing with in the last couple of months, and coming to that studio was like so much a part of the healing process for Aww, me. Like I was just that. like look forward to be like, okay, I'm like going to be in the space. It's so beautiful. I'm going to be with other women. We're going to be like working out. You know, it was just like a, yes. a, an anchor in my weeks. That's so sweet. Yeah, I'm so happy to, free, to yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, just so happy there. Okay, let's um, let's talk about you. I want to hear about you because I feel like 
we just sat here and talked about like all the common people that we know, but yeah. like we have not crossed paths yet, yes. which seems kind of wild. It is. So wild. I'm really excited to get to know you. Sure. So you're from Cincinnati. I am. I grew up in Terrace Park. Okay. And, uh, I went to Miami. Oh. I went University. to Miami. Ah. When did you graduate? I graduated in 11. I graduated in 10. Okay. Yeah. We were like right there. We were right there. Where did you live? I mean, dorms, I was mm-hmm. on South Quad both years. Okay. And then Freshman, after sophomore. that. Freshman, mm-hmm, sophomore. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the, like, rarities that didn't rush. I didn't either. Hey, we're GDIs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I transferred to Miami my sophomore year okay. from John Carroll. I went to John Carroll in Cleveland. I, like, tried to make that happen. It was so bad. I would wanted to go to Miami from the beginning, and I just, like, chickened out last minute. I was like, yeah. mm, it's far from home. It's not. It's four hours. Like, it's (laughs) not. But once John Carroll was just, like, a disaster, I was like, okay, I'm I'm just, like, going to Miami like I thought. And so as a sophomore, I was just like, I'm not rushing. Like, this is, like, not the thing. Man, it's a whole But I lived, yeah, I lived with girls that were all in sorority. So I felt like I got to have the best of both worlds. I got to do all the fun parties and events with them. Without the major commitment. Without the money and the commitment and the time at fucking chapter meetings and yeah. panhel panhel on your ass and that whatever the, the hell way else. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I lived um gosh, I don't even remember the townhouse name, but it was one of the townhouses off campus. Okay. The second two years and um I worked a lot. Like I had a couple yeah. different jobs and I, I loved my classes. I was one of those like nerdy types. And you types. were interpersonal communication. I did. Yeah. I was strategic communication. Okay. So both the. We those, like could have yes. had class together. Totally. Yeah. My, my division was under speech communication. Yeah. Like yep. block. Yep. Yep. There was like those three, right? Wasn't yes. there like stratcom, like speech com yep. and then. I don't know. Something. Maybe something yeah. with like numbers. Maybe it was like an analytic yes, thing. Yeah. Something know. else. And um. But yeah, my my under speech communication was the interpersonal piece, and um, that's that really defines me. Every time I meet with somebody who is trying to, you know, whether it's like an astrology person or Ayurvedic practitioner, yeah. we're talking about different things of what's your dharma, what's your karma, what's yes. your purpose. Yes. It's always uh, comes right back to that piece of interpersonal communication. So I think that reflected my time too in college. My uh, my relationships in Miami is such a social place. Yeah, yeah. They were all these like small pocket, meaningful, deep connections. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. I know. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, once I wrapped things up at Miami, I came back here. I was mm-hmm. already two years into my relationship with my now husband. Oh, and you guys, did you guys meet in college? No, we actually met. <laughs> We met through mutual friends. Okay. But growing up, my best friend, uh-huh. her older brother's best friend was Eric, my husband. Oh, I love those kind of stories. And so I was like, That's the best. If I come over today, do you think Eric will be yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Of course. So I knew him. Like, yes. I knew him. Oh, and it gosh. was one of those, like, yeah, moments where we got together and it was like, yep, you're the one. And so I love that. Yeah. The stuff of dreams. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is very cool. I could go on a deep tangent with this one, but I'll spare you. Uh, you might come back to it, though, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. It's a, it's a fun story. <laughs> so we uh, we moved back. My older sister lives in Colorado. She lived in Colorado at the time, and we were like very much on that path of like, let's go out west. We're going to do these things, but being young and yeah. newly like 
talking about moving in together. I have like, a, you have a very like Western vibe about you. I think cool, like a really like Colorado vibe. Yeah, I can just see you came there. back from Colorado, so maybe so it's stuck to you. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. like still in Keystone. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, I, when I go and vac- come back from vacation, I like make it my personality. I am the mountain. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am <laughs> Italy. That's been me. Yeah. Well, hi. Only drinks Peronis now. <laughs> Puts my weather in Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we came back and we moved to Covington as a compromise. We were like, let's go somewhere we mm. we ha- both haven't lived in Cincinnati or like in in Covington. We've yeah. both been in Cincinnati quite a bit, but yeah. um, it was just crossing enough. the river. That's a big deal. I mean, the people who live across the river don't want to come over here yeah. for any reason. I've realized Interesting. now. Um, but anyway, it was just this young thing of being like, we got to try this out because I don't want to be in Colorado and it not work out and then yeah, be in Colorado and it not yes. work out. So yeah. we did that and then got stuck in Covington for 10 years because it was so, <laughs> it was great. It was us. Like it yeah. was just a bit of us. And so we, um, that's where, so Logan, as you've mentioned, yes. she's a very dear friend of mine. Love and her. Logan was the connector for me in the breathing room as well. Mm. And she and I worked together in a restaurant. And okay. she was like, the breathing room is hiring a manager. And I w- already had a job lined up that was like, you know, nine to five, wear business clothes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I was having an identity crisis about it because mm. it just didn't feel like me and I felt like a phony and I was like this you is feel like you not- had to do it because that's what you do after you graduate college 100 yeah. percent like you're not working unless you're miserable yeah so <laughs> I um I reached out like literally the day I was accepting the other job to the owner's husband at the time mm-hmm. and met him and on the spot he was like you're now part of us like welcome wow. to the team we want you <laughs> what, what what can we do and Megan, who's the founder of the studio, she yeah. was having her first baby. Mm. And so I stepped into the role in August and then she was out from October, you know, and obviously like popping back in and out yeah. after she had her first daughter. Um, but it was just this seamless integration wow. into this studio that was like, as you've mentioned, this magical healing little place. And yeah. then I started to place little bits of me around and um, with friends like Logan and my other dear friend, Iza, like we all mm. were there together. And soon enough, we started our first teacher training. So my... Were you a Pilates instructor before? No. No, no I was hired as the manager. The manager. You, and had you done Pilates before? Uh, no. I mean, maybe like Matt. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, because Reformer was like not that big. Like no, 10 not years in ago. Cincinnati. Yeah, no, yeah, not in course. Cincinnati. And so it was like... You know, I was super familiar with yoga. And I think that speaking to fitness community, like 90% of people at this point in time have been like, oh, yeah, yoga. Whether they know the word or they know what the practice is like, they just, it's known. Yes. Um, So coming into it, I didn't have experience with it, but I'm I'm a sponge and I I learned everything super quick. Clearly. I I saw... You don't have to convince us. (laughs) (laughs) And so I saw Megan trying to work with some of the apprentice teachers there. And I dove right in. And I was like, this is going to fulfill this need of, like, let me create the curriculum. Let me learn everything Mm. there is to learn. Like, you know, I'm attached to your hip now. Teach me everything. And, you know, going through a different 
set of teacher trainers and then we started the next program and the next program and little by little it was like this masterful training of Mm. all things Pilates and then carrying that over into like what can my own mind come up with creatively and this practice um so it was it was a really seamless evolution and I look back on it now and it's like the blink of an eye of course that I'm now in this position where I can train others and I've been doing it for so long that right. it's like it's just off the cuff yeah you know but yeah do you have to prepare for classes I do very you much prepare. I've yeah. I I create a choreography like very consciously yeah um <clears throat> and yeah each week we do all kinds of different things and at the basis of all of our practices it's it's functional so yeah. we're trying to strengthen bodies in a way that's going to keep you free from injury um, you know, aging gracefully, all yep. that kind of stuff. But I find that Pilates, you know, kind of piggybacking off of that yoga piece that um, we often say that yoga is so well known that mm-hmm. you can kind of build an understanding of what Pilates is off of that knowledge. Yeah. Because everybody comes to us and they're like, isn't yoga, Pilates, same, same. <laughs> but I think of yoga as like your mother. It's very warm spiritual yeah holds you yeah you know prepares you for life nurturing totally yeah but pilates is more like your father Mm. it's going to be a bit more rigid Mm a bit more strength a lot more control yeah you know it has these masculine qualities and as humans carry that essence of feminine and masculine within them no matter if you're identify as a male or female or other um I think that Pilates allows you to tap into a little bit more of that masculine practice in a mindful way. Mm-hmm. And yoga and Pilates do go well together, yeah. just as you know, male and female right. in mother and father roles tend right. to be to create life. Yep. So uh, I think that your masculine is really what you come into the world with. It's the constant that we know. And Pilates effortlessly taps into that knowing yeah. And uh, it's it's just a natural place to express yourself in movement. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, it's so interesting um, kind of talking about it, it having this like masculine kind of energy around it. Because when I think of, in particular, going to the breathing room, but, you know, maybe if I think about any other Pilates studio, it feels like I'm in my most feminine when I'm doing Pilates it's and but I it's think pleasurable yeah I, I think it, really? I, I think it's like I think it's more like that that balance you were talking about of like the environment mm-hmm. not always but a lot of the time is mostly women and it's just like beautiful mm-hmm. and you know like just yeah. so welcoming which is just like so feminine to me but then to have this balance of like you're right it is controlled and it is it's choreographed there's a like there's a a sequence that you, a pattern that you follow mm-hmm. and maybe it's just like that balance that it's like why because I'm always my friends and I are always just like why do we love Pilates so much <laughs> like and you just like have this beautiful description I'm like is that the reason why I mean I'm sure there's a million reasons but we're always like trying to get to the bottom of it like it needs solved like just let it be just let it be and it <laughs> it, it is feminine I mean yeah. it, it appeals to women yeah because when you are expressing yourself in a way that moves your whole body and soul and you can 
you can flow and you can be filled with pleasure and yeah. it feels good to stretch and strengthen at the same time. Yeah. That's feminine. Yeah. But you need to tap into that like grit. Like it's hard sometimes. It's really freaking it's hard. Really hard. It's really hard. And it's and controlled and like yes. yeah, measured. And you know, masculinity doesn't have to necessarily like have a description to it. When I think of, as I said, ma- your masculine essence, it is the, what you come into this world with. And if you think about like, how have I always been my whole life? Yeah. What was I like when I five, when I was five that I still am today? That's your masculine essence. The feminine essence is what is transient and flowing mm-hmm. and can adapt and change and all these things. But Pilates as a, a tool to access those that those two energies, the duality between them, um, you know, it, it's it it doesn't have to be deep. Like it can just be Pilates. Sure, but like it's but fucking why not? deep to me. You know, so. like why not? <laughs> why not make it this like spiritual? It's practice a spiritual too? experience. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now you can go to classes at our studio and like with Sarah, she'll be like, "We are building a juicy, juicy dump truck." Mm. Like at the end of the day. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Love that too. But it can like, be both and you know, both. And yeah. also yeah. we're going to like shoot energy out the crown of our heads and yeah. like at the soles of our feet. So it is, um, it's a really fun place to live. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a really good place to be and to see people come in and be like, why do I love it so much? Here? Right. Right. Mystery is really what's intriguing. I agree. <laughs> what do you think sets your classes apart from other people? Like, what what makes them so challenging? Because I'm sure you've heard this before too, right? Like, like they're very Carrie's classes, my classes, your or classes. breathing room classes. Your class. Let's oh. let's start with your class specifically, and then maybe you can speak too to the breathing room. So I, um, there's nowhere to hide <laughs> in my classes. I feel like I see everything. Wow. And good to know. I yeah, it's <laughs> like and that is a branch off of my teacher Megan, you know, again the founder Megan Arada. She she has taught me to see skeletons. Mm. So like when I when you come into my class, like I am x-ray vision seeing how your humerus, your upper arm bones sits into your shoulder socket. And as soon as somebody's just like really resting on their skeleton, I'm over there with hands on top of you. And I'm like, no, no, try it this way. Uh And then all of a sudden you're like, dang, there's my tricep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there's no hiding. Yeah. The choreographies that I teach are no different than anybody else's. It's just this simple fact of like, I will always provide you something more to think about because mm. I truly believe that Pilates can be as easy or as hard as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. And if you're a practitioner who's been doing this for 10 plus years, it should be harder for you on that day than it was the first day you walked in. So when you come to my classes, I'll have one or two people who have never been to the breathing room before. Yep. And I'll have six people who I've known, you know, as they've had babies and marriages and all kinds of you things. Know, yeah, know their bodies very well. Yeah. And I think that I can provide a little bit more of that depth in our classes of, you know, here's an option for you. Mm. New person who, you know, congratulations, you're here and yeah. I want to support you in that. Yeah. And also, if you want to elevate it, here's this other thing to think about, you know, like melt your rib cage down a bit deeper, Mm -hmm. feel your core engage a little bit more. I mean, the metaphors 
that I can get into. Now that I have two little ones, they're all like about trolls and fairies and lasers and like Mario, but yes, it's, yeah, but it speaks to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. So the, so you think the cueing to like, like how you're the language that you're giving some of the movement, because I think that's really yeah. important with Pilates. Like it is because a lot of the time in classes, right? We don't, Sometimes we'll have like a visual cue, cue from an instructor, but a lot of the times it's verbal. Like mm -hmm. as we're moving through, like we're listening to what they're saying mm -hmm. and especially like adjustments or I know if I can get like a good metaphor, I can hear like when you just said like melt your rib cage a little more like just that. I was like, oh, OK, I can like feel it actually like loosen mm -hmm. in a way that if you used a different word other than melt, you know. Yes. And that comes with a lot of practice because yeah. I'll say the same thing in six different ways. Because it will hit somebody Some eventually. Different. And you can almost look around the room and see that, like, aha when moment. They get it. When yeah. they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <gasps> I've been listening to her say that for three years. And, like, now I finally understand to, right. you know, press my heel in in order to access the glutes or, mm. like, press the big toe to find the pelvic floor. And, like, yeah. you know, all these different things that we nuance in the class because it can be extremely deep. We're working really deep muscles. Yeah. And it, and ones that are not re like easily activated in our modern day lives. Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. They're going to be the muscles that hold closer to the bones and joints and the organs of the body um, that, you know, you need to be lengthened and strengthened in mm -hmm. order to stand up tall as right. a 75 year old woman. Yeah. You know, or you need them to develop that protection around a pelvic floor that mm. might have had prolapse mm -hmm. or something that you know somebody's dealing with yeah um I think that you know it's it's a practice for everybody there is something that you can take from it it's just different levels meet at different places so yeah 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 that's that's one of the reasons now the way that the breathing rooms classes are a little bit different yeah. and more challenging um so when Megan wanted to to start her Pilates studio, you know, back in, uh, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago, mm -hmm. um, she, her first training was in, in yoga and she studied under Paul Grilly, who's one of the Western world's like greatest wow. yoga teachers, yin yoga specifically. And we learn a lot about the connective tissue and the fascia and the mm -hmm. body energetically speaking. Like if you want to go more woo woo, that's where we're talking about, channels of chi yes your chakras yes. like all of these kind of synonymous terms with energy yeah and that's where that lives so when we do yin exercises for example we're opening the fascia in order to open the channels mm. and when you're doing a yang style exercise like pilates when you're strengthening we bleed in a little bit of that yin mm. so that with our breath because mm -hmm. breath is always at the forefront you can magnetize your spine you can yeah. really start to still feel the connective tissue opening in that way um and that's I think honestly what makes the trainings that we do with our teachers and the style that the breathing room is our classes just are different yeah you know we just have that additional kind of yeah sprinkle of magic I, I think too from my experience the instructors seem really knowledgeable knowledgeable about the body yeah we itself. are like like all anatomy. master level anatomists yeah <laughs> our training typically at apprentice training at the breathing room is about nine months long wow and we do you know each week we're together like 
eight hours. You're on your own for four hours. Mm. We're observing you teach for three hours. Mm-hmm. You're taking an additional class. It's intense. Yeah. It is intense. Yeah. But in that program, we do dissection videos. We study anatomy like crazy. Oh, Megan damn. herself, she's gone to like a number of cadaver dissections and it's intense, but anatomy is like where we feel, you know, that's our mission. Functional anatomy is like, if you carve it all away, like what is the breathing room here to do? It's yeah. to, to preach and promote skeletal variation. Mm. I have a deformity in my hip, my femur bone. <laughs> just to pause. Let, <laughs> just pause. to let you know. Yeah. No, no, this was like actually revolutionary for me to discover because my whole life, I had this identity wrapped around and that my hips were tight. Oh, yeah. In that, you know, I was, you know, a cheerleader, a dancer. I played tons of sports. I would watch other people, like, get into certain positions and just, like, be like, why can't I do that? Like, Mm. I'm as strong as you, as, you know, like, I'm just, like, I'm I'm as flexible as you in other places. Like, why can't I do this thing? Yeah. And I really made it mean something about me, right? Like, okay, I guess I must not be doing my mobility exercises enough or, like, I just might, must be overtraining in other areas. I must be weak in certain areas, so that's why they're tight, all this stuff. I had realized, well, I had, like, pain in my right hip for a while. I tried to, like, go to my chiropractor and, like, work on it for whatever, and he was like, I think at this point we, like, need to get an MRI. So I found out I had a tear in my labrum. I have a tear in my labrum, and... um he was like, I, you know, we need to hand this over to an orthopedic now. Go see someone. And so I got x-rays of my hips. Mm. And the doctor was like, um, yeah, so your femur bones are misshapen so that they don't fit properly in the socket. So they can't do a 360-degree turn. Well, hold on. They're I mean. They're not misshapen. That's just the way they, they formed. Yes, they're just the, the way they, they formed. Yes. But compared to, like, how... An, a typical yeah. <laughs> skeleton well, we may see. I yeah. yeah I think that that is uh that's actually a really powerful story to share inside yeah. our walls because I think that there are so many people that feel like quote unquote losers right. if they can't do something. Right. Um like some of the anatomical terms, there's one that is maliciously malaligned, which is like <laughs> Evil, like the evil queen wrote that in an anatomy book, maliciously malaligned, and it's it's not a malformation. It's not a, a well, the doctor's like. So this is how God made you. Yeah, and I was like, like this is it. Yeah, like so yeah. skeletal variation, functional anatomy, just simply means as you and I are look different on the outside, yep. we look just as different on the inside. Right. There are some people like you that might have a shallow hip socket yep. and a a bigger femur head that when pushed and pulled and cheerleading and tumbling and all the other things will rip your labrum. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) You know, there's like, when I say I have x-ray vision, you know, like when we see skeletons, I can see somebody walk through the door and just by the gate, looking at their gate, looking at their shoulders, I'm like, Oh, they're a gifted swimmer. Yeah. Like they have a teeny tiny little acromion process and they can whip their arm all the way around in a full circle and fly through the water. Yep. And you can see it in the classroom. You can mm-hmm. see these people kind of like, oh, their wheels turning, their face kind of gritting and, and bearing like trying to like things. force themselves into a. And that's yeah. where knowing how to say, okay, Chrissy's in my class. I've noticed when we do lunges or when she is 
in a turned out position, yeah. she starts to like compress. Yeah. She hits her joints like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So we need to now shift her toes forward a little or shift her toes out a little mm-hmm. or maybe let her lean her chest a little bit more forward. And a teacher at the breathing room is well equipped to know those those pieces of information. Yeah, yeah. And you might notice them come over to you and be like, hey, I want you to lengthen your tail back, lean yeah. forward slightly, turn your feet out yeah. and, and correct it. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of converts at our studio, like people who have been to other places mm. and who have experienced energy yeah. or, and excuse me, injury. Yeah. And, um, you know, whether that's here or if it's in the place that they lived before they came to Cincinnati, just especially back when yoga was like, you know, brand new to Cincinnati folk Mm -hmm. and everybody was doing chaturangas the Mm -hmm. wrong way because their shoulders can't allow their upper arm to push into the socket like that. And you were like, I don't know how I tore my labrum doing yoga. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, we do. I know. (laughs) I do. I do. The 52 chaturangas you do during class. But the beauty of knowing that information and like, I'm so empowered. Yes. I'm so empowered. It's an empowering tool. Because now when I go into new fitness studios, it's the first thing I say to an instructor. I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know what we're dealing with. Like I have, you know, so if you see me with a limited range of motion or if you see me like backing off of something, because I know now like. What, like where my range of motion is for mm-hmm. for this particular hip with the torn labrum, and it never bothers me. Yeah, and it's, you can work your muscles just as deep yeah. and just as hard if we, you ma- ma- have small modifications. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, my trainer, we, you know, we do box squats instead of, like, I don't go below parallel, you know, just like mm-hmm. small things. It does, it's fine. It's all yeah. good. I don't Stagger have to feel feet, like, yeah. All kinds of things. Yeah, I don't there's, have to feel like there's something wrong with me. Or no. Like I, because I can't, I know I'm not, able to like hit this pose or whatever totally. it is. And that's where, you know, like this week in class we're teaching or I'm teaching a different flow utilizing teasers, which if you're unfamiliar with in the Pilates world, a teaser is like the quintessential Pilates pose. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting in a V position, your back is lifted, your legs are lengthened. And there are plenty of people with spines that are just you know maybe they have teeny tiny little intervertebral discs Mm. and bigger vertebrae bony vertebrae so they're not going to be able to round their spine up and down like a snake Mm. it's going to be more of this like kerplunk (laughs) and you'll see people who are like literally were birthed from a dragon. They're yeah. like serpentine. Yep, I've seen those ways. people. Yes. And <laughs> I'm they're like, just like, wow, my spine does not yes, do that. <laughs> like they should be in movies. Like Cirque du Soleil or something. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and so it's, it becomes more obvious. And the, at the end of the day, the question really is, where do you feel it? Yeah. It's not about what you look like. Right. The breathing room now has these like gorgeous aesthetic mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, that my dad helped install, but <laughs> and that we designed. But uh, f- up until a year ago, pretty much, maybe a little over, we were an anti-mirror studio, studio. Mm. and that was just simply because we never wanted you to get caught up in the image of yeah. what it looks like, yeah. and more about like close your eyes, go deeper. What right. does it feel like to you? Right? Are you having like patellar tendon pain? Are you having medial meniscus pain? Like. If so, your knee hurts, speak up, we'll mm-hmm. help you. We can fix that for you and we yeah. can make sure you feel it in your quads or your hamstrings or wherever it is supposed to be. Um, getting the X-formers at the studio was, uh, we have 10 of them. Yeah. And it was kind of this like 
I want to keep my eyes on every single person in the room and how can I do that when there's 10? So I have, we had to put mirrors in in order for me to reference everybody's postures. Oh yeah. And I'm seeing now that there are like mirror girlies, like people who want to check their form. They're like dedicated to fitness and they want to be right there in front of it. And then there's other people who are like, put me in the middle. I don't want to know. (laughs) I just want to feel. I think for, I used to be, like yoga, I would used to want to be directly in front of a mirror. Like I like want to see it. Yeah. But I think now I think I'm not about the mirror. Yeah. I just, I'm cause I think it, I want to like feel it in my body more. Totally. I was a mirror girly and now I'm not a mirror girly. I may you be a mirror. Be both. I may be a mirror girly again. Yeah. You could be both. Yeah. But as of this moment, they're real pretty. They're pretty They're beautiful. And, you know, so I like, well, like nice I like it that you everything. yeah, you have the two rows. So like mm-hmm. I can go in the second row mm-hmm. and catch a glimpse every once in a while. Sure. Needed. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. there early enough to like get the selfie and it then is, like that's it's a it. tool. Like it has definitely come in handy too as a teaching tool yeah. to be like, hey, okay, I, I I've I've done everything. I've said my six different versions of the same thing and I'm I've held on to you with my hands. I've tried yeah. to adjust. Just look at yourself real yep. quick and yeah, like yeah, take yeah. a peek and now see how like when you do this, your butt moves back and when mm-hmm. you do that, it moves forward. Now keep it back. Yep. So it's a good tool for that reason too. Uh, but it was like a cultural shift. I, when, I when can it understand. Yeah. yeah, I can understand. So how many classes are you teaching a week now? I just teach five. Just five. Just five. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm there all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, you're, you're there all the time. I am um, Oz behind the curtain mm-hmm. of every decision, detail, plan, training, mm-hmm. teacher, yep. client, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. For your workouts, are you taking other classes? Are you doing your own thing? Mm-hmm. How do you How do you like to work out? I try also to get into the breathing room classes, yeah. but <laughs> it's hard to get into, no. so... Um, Yes, right now I take Megan's two classes that mm-hmm. I can get into, which is typically on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah, uh, one is cardio Pilates in the reformer room. The other one is her reformer class, yeah. and she likes to utilize a lot of kettlebells as well. So oh. we do. I wow. feel really like good about those classes. Yeah. Um, I also love to get into X former and anybody's class as much as I can, mm-hmm. and then at home. We all do lots of walks, of course, and then we call them jumpy jumpies, and it's sort of like my two girls will get into it with me, and Eric will sometimes get into it with me, uh, where we do jumpy jumpies. It's like a quick hit burst. Yeah, that's cute. I like that, jumpy jumpies. That is a lot what it is. (laughs) Like, no matter how you slice it, really what you're doing is just jumpy jumpies. jumpies. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, so fun. Um, Okay, I want to go into the tangent. Of Eric? Yeah. Me? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, I'm really, well, first of all, I am a big believer that life is cyclical. Okay. And when things are meant to be, if you miss the opportunity, it will come back around. So basically what you're saying is nothing for you gets away. Exactly. Right. Whatever is for you. We'll find you. We'll find you. No matter the timing of your life. So like, I love as a child, admiring a you know older boy it wasn't appropriate the timing was wrong but that's where I think it starts to stem from is like he was a how how much of an age difference um we have like 
five years, four okay. and a half, five years. Okay, okay. So, us. like, if you were, like, 10, looking at, like, a 15-year-old, like, that's... Right. Yeah, that's... Right. Yeah. Or, like, seven, you yeah. know, <laughs> or whatever it was. I remember my... Seven! No. Oh, it's... I mean, it was our, it was our childhood friends, like... So, you were, like, grade school, I was, like, like little, and then I would, you know, once we got into, like, high school, and my friend would go on vacations, and, oh, you know, her you brother could bring a Oh, because you were in school friend. at the same time? Were you... Were you... My... So... Eric, uh, he ha- he went to a different high school. Yeah, okay. And elementary school. So we never, ever were in school together. He gotcha. was just my friend's older brother's best friend. Yes, okay. Um, so wow. anyway, it's like it was so just peripheral, this... right? Like you don't see him all the time, but like yes. just enough. And, and throughout phases of life, like being yes. in college and like hearing his name pop up randomly because my good friend was dating another one of his good friends. And he, when I first started dating him, I was like, are you the mayor of Cincinnati? I can't tell because everybody, we would go places and everybody knew him. And yeah. I think that's just Cincinnati in general, yeah. but he also did go to three different high schools and oh yeah, he's, he's got like, a wide he knew wide yes net. exactly yeah. and he's super never meets a stranger so personable and social so um, he would pop into my my worldview like occasionally yeah so there was this just like hearing his name I feel like I would be immediately tuned in i was mm-hmm. like what was that now Who yeah 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 about? eric Wilkins? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah you always got your antenna yeah so when we came together it was very cosmic like we knew that it was forever so like do, is he having this like same oh, yeah. experience yes he he was just and he's still to this day he's like i have such a crush on you like such a crush on you and when we first started dating, he would we would go to the park at Alt Park, and he would oh, yeah. weave together these little grass ropes and make jewelry for me, and we would lay in the you know the fields and just it was this romantic I'm like just beautiful love. Yeah. And so for my thirtieth birthday, my friends, um, one of those I, so my friend Annie and I had a podcast list out. Yes, and we interviewed an Akashic Records reader I've named had my Ashley Akashic Wood. Records read. Did you do it with Logan? I did it with Logan. Okay, cool. Yes. So Logan, I think, did Ashley's training. Okay. And Ashley is this, like, super cool Canadian starseed, like, yeah. Akash. She, like, She's an alien. She was able to access the Akasha in, in this crazy way. And she could read your record from, like, far, far away. And it just spoke to your soul. Like, wow. if you know anything about it, Akashic records are, like, the records of your soul, which has yes. been reincarnated or whatever. So for my 30th birthday, after I had interviewed Ashley, we set up uh, my Akashic Records reading. Yeah. And we started going through it. And um, when you're opening the records, you're like, you can't open anybody else's, but you can ask questions about what your connection to this person is. And yeah. I was like, I just want to know, like, have my hu- has my husband and I, have we had a life together? Have yeah. we shared a life together? And she, you know, does her thing. And she was like, every life. No. And so she said, I'm going to cry. You two were two shooting stars that touched. And after you touched, it created a chain event that you will always be together. Oh my God. She was like, it's never like mother son, but it's always like partner, best yeah. friend, yeah. like sibling, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And she, she's, she was like, I can recall one life and it's one of the first lives and you're two native people and you're together in a field and he's braiding you sweet grass no. and making you jewelry. Stop. And he just has the biggest crush on you. And I was like, 
Oh my god. It was the craziest wow. like out of body. I've had a lot of really crazy medium like encounters just because of the circle I run in, truly. Right. You said we were witches. No, you are. True. It's yeah. Halloween spooky season. Yeah, it's uh, yes. This one was like it was just this immediate like oh my god. Like it all makes sense. It's all it was always meant to be. Like he was there. I was a child. Oh. I knew him and like we came and we were in the it was just it was not totally. Yeah. Totally meant to be. Yeah, that's the Does tangent. that feel so great? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it's that's cool. It's uh, yeah. It's it's, cool. it's special and I yep. you know, we have it's yeah, it's one of those things where our relationship I think is such a unique thing and everybody always finds their partner and stuff, but um being with the background like I said with the interpersonal yeah. relational communication yeah. and having this desire of couples work and all these things like I, I see it for what it is and I mm-hmm. know that it's a different thing. Yeah. It's a different thing. <laughs> it feels thing. like it. It feels cosmic. It feels yeah. like we're shooting stars. Yeah. So damn. Yeah. yeah damn. Was... Oh God. That's so fun. Yeah. I like that. He's the best. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, so this is kind of a new question I've been asking people or I've been wanting to ask people because it's coming up so much for me in my life and having like just Fun is a core value of mine that I've established. Like I just, yeah. I, I, it, it's a core value of my life. Having fun, having like letting there be fun, fun energy, all of that. I used to shy away from it. I thought it was too silly. I thought it wasn't serious <laughs> enough. My grandpa would tell me like, okay, the party's over. Like it's time to get serious. And I'd be like, okay, the party's right, over. Grandpa, chill. Okay, no more fun. Okay, <laughs> I have to like get serious. And then it's like, no, I just always want my life to be fun. Like yeah. obviously I know there are challenges and there are hardships and like, but the spirit of fun I, I want to have. So I'm interested in knowing about other people. Like, what do you do for fun? Like, what is really fun to you? Oh, my God. Everything now, it doesn't even have to be much if I, like, have alone time. I'm having fun. Yes. But, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, I, I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah. So not Sugar and all. spice. Yeah. <laughs> in that order. Um, and, and so, like, our house has to be fun. Yeah. Our house is fun. Eric is a very fun dad. Yeah. He is like, you know, girl dad, fun dad, fun times all the time. Yeah. It can also be very stressful. Like I run a business and yeah. a mom and I have to do all of the Say juggling. Say no more. Like, like that, that's it right so there. So <laughs> I do tend to get stuck in a rut sometimes where it's like I can't even enjoy the fun that mm. is within our, our house. Yeah. Like I'm like, no, it's actually time to eat dinner and then take baths and then get ready right. for school you tomorrow. You have to like, like be on it. You know, that kind of thing. So, um. I do get a lot of pleasure and fun being at work. Like those are my friends. Yes. And I know that that's also very lucky that I, my coworkers are like the people I confide in and love. Yeah. Um, we as a couple and as my group of friends are huge live music fans. Like I used to do all of this, the festivals and like we're big deadheads. Like we are, there I did like and seven music festivals in one summer when I was yeah. 25 like <laughs> the best <laughs> the best yeah you're like and I'm my brain yeah my brain cells have suffered but <laughs> yeah you know, no doubt like, it's okay I had no a doubt. lot of fun yeah and we got more brain cells <laughs> they'll come They're or there. they won't I don't know how that works but whatever. uh so in September 
uh, Eric and I went to, I don't know if you're familiar with String Cheese. Oh, yeah. String yes. Cheese Incident. And they play for like forever and ever at Bonnaroo or like Electric yes, Forest. Electric Forest yeah, is their Electric festival. Forest, yeah. My friend actually is, uh, she works in their record label and she is amazing and has always treated us really well. So like Electric Forest was one of those festivals where she was like, here's VIP and backstage wow. and all this stuff. Yeah. And um, anyway, they have a... a piece of our heart so we went and saw them for the first time in years which oh, we've wow. seen them uh, yes ton. many times yeah but uh in september we went up to dayton and saw them and it was just so good because we were solo no kids yeah yeah and that is the most fun i have had and so much t- like and in so long yes it wow. was like my body wouldn't stop moving and eric was like you are having a moment and like you just like can't like, take a smile off your face yes the yeah. whole time and <laughs> yeah. cheese is so good because they'll take you from blue ga- grass to latin music to then you're like now back into that jammy funk and then you're covering this other thing and then you're right back to bluegrass again and then all of a sudden you're like bollywood and yeah. then it's like it's <laughs> so versatile and fun and your body just like shifts and transitions and like does this stuff and so i love it I lo- that is the I most fun dancing. that i have we're going to go see a hip-hop show in December. Wow. He just went to Fish a couple weeks ago. Cool. and um I think that that'll be something that we prioritize in this new season of, like, toddlerdom again. Yeah. We're back in that world right. of right. my spicy one being extra spicy. So mm-hmm. we're like, let's start mm-hmm. doing things to, <laughs> to decompress. Yeah. yeah. And that's always our fun outlet. I love that. How do you take care of yourself? What are your, some of your favorite self-care practices? Like, what do you... Love to do, have to do to show up as the best version of you. Yeah. We um we just got done with one of Flourish Ayurveda's resets. I saw that. I did not join it because I was gonna be in Italy for a point and I was like, I'm not just yeah. like I'm no, not you can't do to that, that yourself. <laughs> I would never do that then. Yeah. Um this is probably like the ninth time I've done a fall reset with them. And I usually do one in the spring as well. Logan is a piece of my heart. She's she actually officiated our wedding, oh, and she was my at the, my labor with Mabel, my oldest. Oh my gosh, um, that's so special! So special. She's a dear, dear, dear friend. And then Julia is like equally as Julia dear too. and wonderful I to love my both soul. Of them. Yeah. And Julia and I are like same, same. We are the same person. Gotcha. And okay. so, uh, so doing things with them just feels so right. Yeah. And because we've really dove into the resets and the Ayurvedic practices. Yeah. What's in, what's involved in a reset? What takes place? What do you guys do? So it's three weeks typically. Mm-hmm. Traditionally there's 21 days of like a mono diet of Kitchery, but the way that they've modernized it in the most recent years, they've done one week of um, just detox cleanse. Like you're eliminate, the dairy, the yeah, sugar, okay. the process, whatever. Yep. The second week is mono diet where you're eating the traditional kitchery, which is mung beans, uh, a blend of spices oh, like wow. turmeric and fennel and coriander and whatever. And then um, you eat that breakfast, lunch, and dinner as best as you can. And then the third week is reintroduction. Mm. But the food is really a tool. So you're eating the whole time and yeah. it's you're never hungry. Yeah. Uh, but what it is meant to do is really just clear space for you to have these other deep spiritual practices. Mm. So doing more self-care things like dry brushing, abhyanga, which is like oil massage, yeah. um, prayer, prayer around food, breathing, oh, yeah. yoga, like movement that makes you feel good. 
Um, and because we've, we have done so many of them, I would say that our, our life is like Ayurvedic adjacent. Mm-hmm. We don't live it all the time, yeah. but it's always there in our back pocket yeah. where you can be like, I'm really out of whack for some reason. And, and we'll pull one or two practices out of that. It might be something like using the tool of food or it might be like doing the gua sha, like Julia's yeah. Ayurvedic facial. So that facial. I like haven't stopped thinking about it <laughs> since I, know, I got it so months good. ago. Whenever I'm like, whenever Go she, back. I know. This is your time. This I know. is your era. I, truly, Do the truly, for truly. It's just a matter of like at the doing, but like it's there. It's happening. Yes. The facial's amazing. Oh my God. It's so and good. And the little copper wand that oh, she like does the so third good. eye stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So that is really what makes us feel good. Yeah. And uh, it's it's simple things. It's like when you do those resets and you're you're thinking like, I don't know, like the simplest thing, like having an apple with crunchy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so enjoyable. Oh, my God. I'm going to have an apple tonight. <laughs> I have a honey crisp apple downstairs yeah. with my name on it. I don't know. It's just it's like those sweet moments are like I actually enjoy now like waking up and putting my, my feet across or like over the edge of the bed and taking – 10 deep breaths and then doing like the dry brushing and yeah. celebrating all of those little tiny things that yep. can become really big impacts on your day. Yeah. And they make you feel like you said, they make you feel good. Yeah. We're just all makes you feel good. Ayurvedic girlies. I'm, I mean, I'm fully in, I'm yeah. obsessed. Oh, I, yeah. It's I, the lifestyle, man. It is. It, it's, it is. They are going to have their new space. Uh, next door, yeah. it's in the breathing rooms, like village there. Yeah, what? what do you, is that what we're calling it? The village? I don't like know. Like a little annex, kind of. Actually, it's... that is our classroom. Our new classroom is the annex. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow, look at that. Cool. I mean, yeah, it's really great. Yeah, and it's all up there in the ether. Um, so our classroom will be over there, and then Julia and Logan's business is also moving over there. And I just walked in yesterday and saw the framing of their two treatment rooms and oh, their new cool. space. So. What's the, when you say classroom, like, are you having like a third? Yes. You heard space? it here first. Oh my God. What this the this is a What the Fit exclusive. <laughs> I talk about What the Fit exclusives all the time. This, this wasn't even planned. Oh my God. This is happening. Uh, we haven't released it yet. So, um, yeah, the breathing room continues to expand yeah. and we are currently under construction. Um, the property that the breathing room is on is all our you know like land our village Uh uh and uh one of the spaces in the new building will be the annex and we'll have another program that is starting there hopefully a little bit after the new year wow um you'll see a bit more based on requests from our current clients Uh because we always do want to try to fill the needs that people have so that they feel like I have a home, I know that I'm in safe hands, yeah. and I know that I can grow my practice continually here. Um, and so based on the the requests of the people, they've been asking for a, another form of strength training in the program. <sighs> so we will have a new breathing room style strength training program Very offered cool. inside the annex. Amazing. And we'll definitely have our specialty equipment, which is what makes the breathing room stand yeah. above. Yeah, yeah. Not an ex-former or a reformer, but something something else that we have. Where our uh, some machines, we're going to rebrand them. Wow. Yes. That's so exciting. It is very exciting. And I think absolutely genius and perfect because yeah. I'm such a proponent for strength training. Yes. Like strength stuff. It's, so, I mean, it's Pilates so and strength together, like, 
Well, that's the X former. I feel like the X former really addresses. A hundred percent, it does. We are. It's very much like resistance training. I've talked about here. Yeah. It's like it's like you you know, a lifting yes. weight situation. Especially at the breathing room, like we are all such advanced Pilates teachers that we have Pilates inspired machines that have all the Pilates principles. But now we're challenging you with oh, yeah. time and weight and like. Oh yeah, I did some like single de- single leg deadlifts the last time I was in there. Fucked me up. <laughs> Fucked me up in a good way. In a good way. Like it yeah. was like a single leg RDL. Like it was yeah. like that's exactly the feeling that I had yeah. on that machine. Yeah. Without no holding hiding. a weight. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You come to the class, there's nowhere to hide. Yep. Yep. Well, that's so exciting. Yeah. That's really great. I can't wait to have you there. I will be there for sure. Um, okay, Carrie, we've come to the big question of the podcast. Ah. What does being fit mean to you? <laughs> so... I think that being fit is a celebration for what you can do, like what your body can hold, what your body can do. Um, I think that the way that we've been conditioned, it's also looked at for many people as a punishment for Mm. what we ate or what what choices we've made. And, you know, celebrating the fact that, you know, maybe you have a weak pelvic floor, but the same pelvic floor held four babies in. Yeah. Or maybe you've got weak knees, but you ran four marathons or whatever it is that, you know, my my hips ache. But mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> oh, this, they do. <laughs> I have this story of like this life of adventure and sport and fun. Yep. That led to this. And so you celebrate you celebrate the things that, you know, make you tired, but you also celebrate the ability that you're able to do those things still. And, um, yeah, I think that that, that is being fit. Yeah. I also, love I'm that. a huge Love it's Island beautiful. fan. So if you're fit, you're fine. <laughs> I cannot believe we haven't talked about Love Island, Carrie. What? I am. No. Oh, my God. Do you know, this is what I want to be for Halloween. Did- I'm going to have the mic. Carrie, I talked about it on a fucking podcast No, episode. you didn't. I said that I was going to be Love Island for Halloween, and I was going to have the water, water bottle, bottle the and I was going to have the circle mic. And, I, and the fanny pack. The fanny pack, and I was and like, I don't think I'll be able to wear a thong bikini out, but, <laughs> like. You could do, like, neon gloves and sunglasses, though. Or, like, like or do. I thought, like, it would be funny if you wore one of those T-shirts that has, like, the hot. Um, You're joking. <laughs> You're totally joking. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to do it because I'm I just mean, not going to do it for Halloween. But that was going to, that was my idea. Do you know all, do you wait? Are you a US or are you a So Brit? I just started Love Island like a couple months ago. Oh. I am a new, new to the journey, so but I went like... so deep and oh, fast. Yeah. So I watched the newest season of Love Island USA was no. my first introduction. No one told me, Carrie, no one told no. me. I, I was by myself navigating the interwebs of Netflix or Peacock or whatever the fuck it's on. <laughs> and it just came up. And I saw that like Ariana Maddox had like. That's what they are. They're, they're like Sexy little, babies. little children. <laughs> so I just started watching and I posted something. I was like, five, I'm like six episodes in at some point, And I'm like crying and I'm like why am I crying during this Love Island episode and I have 25 DMs that are like US or UK and I'm like uh is there like I'm watching the US and they're like mistake mistake Huge mistake, mistake. Huge. I'm like well fuck I, but I couldn't go back because I was already so yeah, and invested you had like 50 more episodes to go exactly like I couldn't stop so then after that season everyone was like watch season 5 of the UK is that with Molly Tommy and, and Tommy. Molly oh yeah she's the like blow up 
so then I watched that one. And that's yeah. where I've, I've, I've laid so far. But I was like deep. I was like one season to, from another. So it like, is amazing. I am like. Amazing. British slang is my favorite way of like hearing people talk now. I, uh, for a while there, like I could only like think or act in Love Island terms. Like if I would like go. <laughs> you dream about your friends. I'm and like, they're, like, I Love need Island a chat. Thing. Like I need yes, to have a chat. I would for a chat. I would. <laughs> I'm like, you just want like a good flirt and a good chat and some good banter. But I would, I would like dream about it. Yeah. I mean, I, (laughs) I think I said it here. I caught myself and I was like, oh no, I'm showing who I truly am. Cause it's a bit of me. You're a bit of me. A bit of me. (laughs) You're a bit of me. Oh my God. You're so fit. And I fancy you and you're you're so so fit. fit. I'm going to, (laughs) I'm going to London in May because of Love Love Island. Like I'm like, I need to go. I have to be in the homeland. I got to go to the homeland and then go to Mallorca so that you can really see the villa. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, Eric, I've have forced him to watch it, but then I'll notice that he's, he's like, not into it. Oh no, he's into it. Now. Oh, he's good. like, he'll, he doesn't care. I'll like watch so many without him and then he'll pop in and he'll be like, wait, 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 what who's happened? Who? Who's going, What's going there? there? Yeah. 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 And, uh, but he's obsessed with the British slang and he's like such a hip hop head that now he's obsessed with all these British rappers and you can hardly understand them no, because I'm sure not. It's, we're I'm dumb sure Americans. I need, I need to watch it with subtitles on. Absolutely. Like I can, yeah, especially I can, when somebody from like Scotland. Ireland or Scotland yeah. comes on and yeah. you're like, what? Is that yeah. English? Yeah, I, I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could go on and on about Love Island. I love Love Island. Talk about a tangent. I'm going to have to send you the podcast episode I did with my friend once a month. We do like a, uh, it's called High on the Hill. It's like a series where the two of us get high and just like talk about <laughs> random notes we keep in our phone. Oh she used God. to be my neighbor. So she lived on Liberty Hill. So it was like oh High on the Hill. Yeah. And, um, not like the store in the East side. Yeah. Right. Um, and we have like a whole study, like a, a, like a full research paper development on Love Island. I have to come (laughs) to the next one. Please get a third microphone. Oh, I I have a third. I have a third. Please. I will. I am. Okay. So when, so when the next Love Island season comes on, which will be when, because. Well, actually. So they were doing summer and then for a couple years they did winter. But now I've heard they're doing Love Island all-stars, which is like players from all of the seasons in like a competitive game. Okay. Of like, not like love. But I think like sport oh. and love. I think it, I have it better be love. I hope it's love too because it's love island, not sport are island. Are you crazy like I am and like look them all up on Instagram? Obviously, and see where their I want to. Yeah, I want to like some in, of them are like married and have babies. Tommy and Molly, they're married and have a baby. Are or, they well, they're engaged. Come on? I like the from the no, last season of the U.S. On. Like uh, no, they're not they're way too famous. I am. Um, I would like follow like the couples I like to be like, okay, how long are they going to last? How like long, are yeah. Carmen and Kenzo going to stay together? Like I haven't watched the it? U.S. ones because every time I do, I'm like, Americans are just trash. <laughs> it's like a hundred percent. Even if the Brits are like also, also trash, trash, they <laughs> sound smart. They're masters of the English language. Like who says besotted? Yeah. I know. Like I am besotted with him. Like yeah. that is just such a, I love it. It's yeah. They I just, love it. Yeah, and the one guy this last season, he had so many little singers. What did he say? That was like, I'm the pengist. 
That's a new one I've never the heard. Pangist? Pangist. Yeah. Good thing I had subtitles on. Yeah. Because otherwise I wouldn't know what he said. Don't know. It means like like the freshest, the coolest, the most desired. Like I'm the pangist. Oh. That was a new slang one that my husband okay. and I loved. And so then uh, this. Oh, the other one that was so good. There was another one, but oh well. Okay, so when <clears throat> a new season comes out. We need to have like a regular recap. Yes, a recap. I yeah. also have a Patreon version. So this nice. is also a shout out to everyone who has not yet joined Patreon. Please get over there and do it. But we can do Patreon like bi-weekly. Oh, yes. Deep dives into oh what God. we think of the people. It's I'm I can I can read them like a book. Okay. Get it, it get, it, get ready for I it. Am, as soon this as is it, the as most so exciting development that's ever happened. As to me. <laughs> soon as we hear anything, any news about when it's airing, we got to yes. get, we got to get a, a schedule on the books. Yeah. We're doing it. Please. Yeah. I would love to come sit in this oasis yeah. with you again. And Absolutely. Talk we'll get some wine from heart and crew. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We'll have a great, we'll have a fab time. It would be amazing. A dream, fab time. dream come true. Yeah. Okay, Carrie, where can people follow? Where can people learn more about the breathing room if they want to check it out? All yes. that good stuff. Uh, our, so our Instagram is poppin'. Poppin'. Poppin', yes. Sarah. And uh, that handle is at the breathing room mm -hmm. with the 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 breathing room um that's a really great way of contacting yeah. sarah's in the dms all day long nice and she's always answering things i also just carry k-a-r-i yeah. at the breathing room.com is my email and yep. that is always like a really good place i'm such a millennial that way where i'm yeah. like email me For i don't sure. know if that's still the way but Try to it's at least way. have balance with both Instagram, email. Yeah. Um, easy to reach, easy to get started. That's We've got great. a couple free classes every week that you can do an intro to Reformer, an intro to Xformer. Nice. Soon, mm -hmm. an intro to Coraline, which might not be called Coraline anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we'll have lots of room in those classes to get you started. And soon enough, with the development of our, our new space and the annex, we'll have even more room for you to, yeah. to join yeah amazing can't wait everyone go check out the breathing room thank you so much carrie this thank is you, such a Chrissy. delight i mean had so much it's fun it's like amazing like you said we I know. have this circle and now we're together i know you need to ask your akashic records if maybe we're touch shooting stars <laughs> we're <laughs> matching hats kind of we're like dressed the same <laughs> we are thank you so much it's thank been great thank you Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Chrissy Gurley, K-R-I-S-S-Y-G-I-R-L-I-E and at What The Fit Podcast. If you're loving What The Fit, please help spread the word. Send it to a friend, share it to your story. And if you are looking for even more exclusive content, become a Patreon member. You can find it at patreon.com slash whatthefitpodcast. Love ya.
Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. You're going to hear that little intro twice because I had an amazing conversation, a very long conversation. So buckle up, babies. A really amazing conversation with my guest, Sarah Herringer, formerly known as Sarah Jenkins. I absolutely adore Sarah. Um, She is a very special friend of mine. We've known each other now, well, I guess probably going on four years, maybe a little over four years. Early days of the podcast, you heard me rant and rave about the original method, which was her business. Uh, She has since closed the original method, but she is the co-founder co-founder of Finley Movement with her husband, Patrick. And I just have so much respect for this woman. I think she's incredible. I think she's a force to be reckoned with. I look up to her so much. I admire her so much. And the premise of this conversation that you're about to hear was just really around our simultaneous healing journeys that kind of have been, you know, happening and I would hear a little bit here and there from her about what she's doing and what changes she's making. I would share a little bit about what I'm doing until finally I said, okay, hey, let's just actually sit down um, and really talk about these things and share these things with the intention that, um, you know, if, if you're listening and going through something similar or have not yet gone through something, maybe feel a rumble of a change coming on, this conversation is really meant to help us all feel less alone in our struggles. And as a reminder, at the end of the day, that we're really just all trying our best and how we get to that best is going to look different for each and every one of us. But Sarah is, as I mentioned, the co-founder of Finley Movement. She is a holistic health practitioner. She is a nutritional scientist. She is now a retired CrossFit athlete but she's a CrossFit L2 certified, a yoga 500 hours, um, a board certified holistic health practitioner. She has her MS in sports nutrition. All of this just to say like she knows what the fuck she's talking about. She's really smart and health and wellness have always been at the forefront of what she does. She talks a lot about, um, you know, this being like wrapped up in her identity and really trying to separate that and understanding who she is at her core, what is her soul's purpose, what has she been doing, what has she switched around from what she had done in the past to put her on this new path and purpose in her life. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, it's, It's probably one of my favorites this year so far. So thank you as always for listening. And here we go with Sarah. 